This is a Kidney360 podcast, and I am Ricardo Sesso, professor of nephrology of the Medical School of Universidade Federal de São Paulo. And I am Josemir Lugan, professor of nephrology of the Medical School of Universidade Federal Fluminense, Brazil. Kidney360 hosts a series of global perspectives designed to highlight the international differences in the medical management and financing of various topics in clinical nephrology. We are speaking to you today about dialysis management and funding in Brazil. Dr. Lugon, can you describe the magnitude of the dialysis program in Brazil? See, Brazil is the largest Latin American country with 209 million inhabitants in 2018. The number of dialysis patients and clinics has increased progressively. Brazil is the third in the world after US and Japan in the number of patients undergoing dialysis, with more than 133,000 patients in 2018. The cost of dialysis continues to rise, placing an enormous economic burden for the government to maintain the program. There are ongoing challenges to make dialysis more cost-effective, guarantee access to treatment, and maintain a high quality of care. Dr. Sessio, there are large regional differences in the availability of dialysis in Brazil. Can you expand on the reasons for these differences? Although there is universal chronic dialysis coverage in Brazil, access to care is not uniform. Some kidney failure patients live in far from healthcare centers with dialysis facilities, particularly in the north and northeast regions of the country, may not receive timely treatment. The southern and south Eastern regions concentrate most of the economic resources, technological and healthcare capabilities. Accordingly, most dialysis facilities are in these regions. Dr. Lugon, arteriovenous fistulas are used in the majority of hemodialysis patients in Brazil. Can you explain how we achieve such a high rate? Well, the proportion of hemodialysis patients using arteriovenous fistulas was 74%. This relatively high rate compared to other countries may be related to the lower proportion of elderly patients and a concerted effort by the nephrology teams to maintain a close contact with the vascular surgeons to place an arteriovenous fistulas as soon as possible once a patient is referred to chronic dialysis. Dr. Sesso, only 8% of dialysis patients in Brazil are on peritoneal dialysis, despite a reimbursement similar to that for in-center hemodialysis. What accounts for the low use of home dialysis? Overall, 80% of the patients on maintenance dialysis in Brazil are financed by the public health system and 20% by private health insurance companies. In 2018, the public system annual reimbursement in Brazil for hemodialysis and peritoneal dialysis was quite similar at $8,300 and $9,400, respectively. However, fewer than 10% of patients were on peritoneal dialysis. Several factors explain the low rate of peritoneal dialysis utilization. First, the dialysis managers prefer hemodialysis due to the greater standardization of in-center hemodialysis procedures. Second, patients with CKD are frequently not provided adequate information about dialysis modalities. Third, many dialysis patients lack family members who can assist them 
with peritoneal dialysis. Finally, the professional fees are not are lower for peritoneal dialysis. I would like to thank you all for joining us for this Kidney 360 podcast. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the American Society of Nephrology.